When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast, episode three. I'm Scott Tilford, your host, joined by Jules Gill. Hey, guys. And Josh Brown. Hello. And we thought we'd dedicate the new episode, the return episode, to Red Dead Redemption 2, because that's literally all we've been playing. Yeah. So to start off, I want to get a general idea of how many hours in you guys are and what your general impressions are so far, because oh, none of us have finished it. Uh, no. So I'm very I, close. So but. I got it on uh, Thursday evening, mm-hmm. uh, and I pl- I've played it for probably about... 30 hours. <laughs> uh, Saturday, you know. Saturday and Sunday were pretty much full stints That's on, good. on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't get to jump into it until Sunday, unfortunately. I took two days off work to play it Monday and Tuesday. Halloween, eh? And oh, no, now... no, it's because Josh Brown loves the banter sauce and he was drinking from the well. He's <laughs> like, so, 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 oh, I've got stuff to do, boys. I'm going out on the sauce. I was like, how have you got anything other yeah, to do? Well, regardless of whether or not I love the sauce, I was still playing it Monday, Tuesday, most of Sunday. I must have put yeah. in... Cl- Again, coming up on 30 hours-ish, yeah, yeah, but right, not cool. very far through the story, about less than halfway, I think. Let's talk a little bit about... about yourself? Um, yeah, oh, sorry, myself. I uh, Yeah, I actually haven't checked the hour count, but my percentage is about 50%. Wow, okay, so, that's, more, um, that's more than me. I'm in uh, chapter... F- oh, I'm at the very end of chapter five. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm, at, I'm at chapter three. Yeah. I've, just, I've just been pissing about in backcountry. <laughs> the, um, the chapters are extremely lengthy as well. Like, they, it's you really get a sense of place. Like, you know, the general sort of setup that you're looking after this camp and mm-hmm. you're bringing stuff mm-hmm. back and forward. Um, it, they really want you to care about that stuff so they kind of yeah. they don't drag the chapters out but you get a real mm. good sense of you know taking care of a certain place um, general impressions I think uh, I've used this word a lot when we've been talking about it um, I kind of think it's transcendent I think that they they do such a great they do such an unprecedented level of immersion and like you yeah. know mechanical depth to the world that I I don't know when I come out of a long stint on it I don't know if the same with, with you guys but I come out of a long stint playing it and everything feels weird Yeah, everything feels like an interaction <laughs> I'm, I'm fully expecting when I put the controller down to stand up and the camera to move behind <laughs> and for me to go like well that's me done for the day it's then like, yeah this weird sort of like I expect like a little mini contextual menu to yeah. pop up in the corner um, well yeah. so to be fair with my actual like sort of clumsiness in real life some of the clunk that from the game actually is kind of very similar so it's like Jules tried to pick up a toothbrush right just get in line it's just, uh, yeah. oh, I've not, oh I've knocked over this well, oh, even when I was like jumping in, jumping into other mediums like I watched a movie for the first time like after a 10 hour stint yeah. and I was looking at the landscape and I was like oh that looks like Red Dead those hills <laughs> <laughs> like something from Red Dead. That sounds like you're watching like Blade Runner or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, like, I had a weird thing yesterday because I went for a haircut yesterday and as 
I, I went into the room. I, I, it was like I was in Red Dead. I opened <laughs> the door. <laughs> and I just... Did you say to him, like, give me a, give me a, 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 pit, a three pip? Yeah. <laughs> give me a three, three pip, but I want to trim down from a five yeah. to a three. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, it has this weird kind of effect on you because it is so incredibly yeah. immersive. So my general take is that I think they've created something that is is next level in terms of tone and, you know, character drip, drive. I, I think it is, without a doubt, the best game that I've played this year. Big Best AAA game that I've played this play year. Uh, no, I haven't played God of War, but, wow, I, but, I, that, but to be honest, like it's it's one of those games where I there are a few things I don't like about the game. Don't get me wrong; it's not it's yeah. not a perfect game. I, I resist the, anyone who says that it is a ten out of ten perfect game because you're like mm. seriously, you don't think it can be bettered in any way mm. possible? Mm. Are you saying that that item management and taking your two guns <laughs> off your horse they get unequipped every goddamn time is good? Oh, is it? The 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 Rockstar junk is still. Present. It is a fantastic playing game for the most part. The shooting is really tight. Uh, the exploration is fantastic and I just enjoy living in the world yeah. I, I, I love open world games when they can actually convince you that it feels lived in and it was one of my actual big problems with Red, Redem- Red Dead Redemption 1 mm-hmm. is that while that world was great it didn't feel like there was much to do outside of it so yeah. this uh, there's things to explore everywhere there's mm-hmm. so much to do that I'm actually going god damn I'm not going to finish the story at this rate and, uh, that's my biggest worry at the moment <laughs> I've, I've played again almost 30 hours but I've barely touched the story in a significant mm. way and I'm just mm. living off the land like we would we talk about it in the office and we're talking about what we're doing and it's like I'm going to chop this wood for 20 minutes yeah. I'm going <laughs> to hunt this deer I'm going to just do this, this menial well, stuff and yeah it, it, you bounce it out with train yes, robberies yeah. and holding people up oh, but you're supposed to why do I want to why do I want to do this stuff yeah. in this camp because I, I genuinely do if another game told me to move a stack of hair from one end of my camp to the other I'd be like, I'd be like no, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Ubisoft told me to do that. Yeah. I'd be like, absolutely not. And to be yet, fair, here, I, I've only done those things compelling. once. Really? Yeah, because like when oh. I, I'm Mr. Adam Cleary reckons he's doing those things all mm. day long, and I'm like, you're not supposed to be. I think it's just meant to be like a flavor of the world. It's supposed to enhance yeah. the yeah. the real world, like emulative, like you know, drudgery of that. But of the that time. but the fact that they've included it and it's something that you either do or you don't do. Like yes. it, it's it's just another facet of just shows how much time and love. And you know what? Like I know that there was a lot of shady stuff going around about the developers and their crunch time work mm. rates and having to get all this done. But seriously, I know it, the ends for me just about justify the means because the fact that it is a fantastic game mm-hmm. I just wish it didn't have to come at the expense of people being worked to the bone yeah, to do it like, for as far as I've read up on the on that like it seems like it, the 100 hour thing was mm. the specific group of executives that chose to do that whereas right. the rest of it was this sort of like assumed pressure like this weird kind of peer pressure like environment in Rockstar for yeah, the last few yeah. years so obviously they all were flat out it's, it's kind of like we've got with the um, the empty dog food tin arena when we're mm. all fighting for scraps and we all have to get in there and it's whoever beats the other person to death. Gets yeah, it. I mean, yeah. it was my birthday the weekend. Yeah. I still have. That's why we haven't so. seen you in on the channel. In the yeah, world. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd like to sort that out. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, but so I think they, they do a they do a huge point with like you know enforced drudgery and then mm. you feel it. You feel like, mm. like you said about hunting, like you're manually picking up corpses and you one corpse per like yeah. mish back to the camp yeah. and little bits like that. And I think for me it all works. But I mean, did you have a point where you thought that was like too bad or it was like it was getting in the way of? Um, no, the, the the thing I really liked about it was is I'd go out and do a mission and then. I was at first I sort of cursed the fact that there was no uh, quick travel option Mm. uh, immediately available to me and I was like to get back to camp and then accept the next mission but then I learned just to be like right okay well I'm just going to take the scenic route now and do all of these missions go fishing go like looking for birds with binoculars and stuff like that and you know just so happens to be if if there was a guy who happened to be alone (laughs) uh, 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 by a campfire 
Maybe Roast him. Yeah. I bet the best thing is I've personalised my knife. Knife is like gold, oh, gosh, gold, gold, gold with stu- with skulls on. I just walk up to be like, "Howdy, stranger!" <laughs> <laughs> you got a skull knife? No, I've got a basic knife because I don't go around stabbing people basic in the girl. side. I'm not gonna Stop. lie, I, I switch to the knife every time. When there's one yeah. guy left in a firefight, I'm running up on him and yeah. shaking really? the. Oh, God, I want to fatality that last person every time. A disturbing amount of um, animations. Let's yeah. let's face yeah. it. Like that. There's there's. There are some stuff that's just like, you know, shooting, getting through doors, fine. Uh, chopping wood, I was, like you say, glad to see that they put a few extra animations in. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect there to be that many animations for you stabbing a dead corpse. <laughs> Didn't expect to see the rabbit being its, having its skin oh, ripped yeah. off. The, that really took me by surprise the first time. I was like, whoa. The wildlife fatalities yeah. of Mortal Kombat yeah. 11. I didn't realise was releasing this yet. But like, <laughs> yeah, follow when you just, just rip an entire rabbit. It's like, the, you know in Yakuza when they get rid of their whole costume and yeah. go? It's like yeah. that. It's just sort of like his entire rabbit yeah. skin or an entire buffalo skin or or whatever. Um, but yeah, what do you think of the, the general sort of I love the way it, it sort of makes you feel for those animals just in that. Like, if your yeah. horse goes down and it's sort of whimpering, you don't have any horse revive left, you've got to put it down. You're like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I don't so, want to yeah. do this. So, you, so instead of picking out the, oh, uh, the you pick, pick out the pump action shotgun and just be like... Sorry. It's not the start of Wolfenstein 2. Yo, yo, gonna be glue. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the general clunk, I think it took a long time to get used to. Mm. I didn't really do much shooting in the first 10 hours or so, because I was just, like I said, mm. living off the land. I didn't mm. get into that many shootouts, and I thought it was really cumbersome to sort of get your way into cover and sort mm. of try to pull off these shots. But now I sort of like how considered it is. I like pulling back the, uh, do you know what you call it? What's the, the hammer? hammer. Pulling yeah. back the hammer before you shoot. It gives you a sort of more control over these gunfights. But I I don't See, know if it's quite Max Payne 3 level. No, no, no. no, no, Ma- no. Max, Max Payne 3 actually had a really, really accomplished start, and I wish that there were more options to dodge. Um, yeah. I feel like mm. that is one of the things that lets it down slightly. Uh, um, Movement and gunfighters. It, it's a bit... It's a bars? Bit, no, I wouldn't... No, no, no. I would de- definitely say... It can be bars. It can be. It yeah. depends on how flustered you get in yes. a fight, because if you're being flanked by three things, the, it's a credit to the AI, to be honest, because they don't actually just stand there waiting for you to come in. For In the most parts, they'll at least try to come around yeah. you. So it's... What you want to do is you want to sit behind there and just go, cool, I'm behind cover, yeah. Gears of War style, pick them off one by one. Yeah. But because they're constantly moving around you, you're like, oh, crap, that doesn't actually work. Oh, now, now I've messed up because I've switched the wrong gun or I've, I've come out of cover. I don't want to do that. Well, so that is a negative, but only because of the pressure that's put on that's, the player. I'll clarify what I mean, because, like, yeah, the cover system, the cover button is rarely yeah. goes where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you yeah. can kind of, because of past Rockstar games, you get used to that level of Rockstar junk, and you're mm, like, okay, mm. the animation priority is going to take me in this direction. There's weight and momentum to the way he moves. Same in Max Payne 3. And you can kind of get used to it, mm. um, but that's what I meant by like sometimes when all hell's breaking loose, he just he's just like in the middle, yeah. not doing anything, and it's like oh come on. The, the moment that you unlock the uh, ability to manually paint with the red dead yeah. thing, uh, red eye, that is where the game finally comes into its own in mm. terms of the shooting. Because mm. I didn't like the fact that you would just sweep and just paint things. You're like I don't want to waste three shots no, on this guy. Totally. I've now wasted my entire dead uh, dead eye meter. But once you get that ability, I'm like now I feel like I'm an accomplished yeah. gunfighter. It's interesting too. Oh, go on, sorry. I was going to say that's what makes me think it was sort of purposeful because when you start mm-hmm. out you've got yeah. these really terrible weapons you've got this kind of mm. crappy dead eye system but once you start putting money into buying new things customising your uh, loadout and stuff then combat becomes really fun once you get mm. two pistols oh, you can just yeah. start taking <laughs> fools down you're fanning them you're just getting cool headshots but until you get to that point and it took me about 10 hours to get mm. to that point because I was sort of not paying attention to it if you don't pay attention to it it is 
janky in a really kind of unfulfilling, unsatisfying way. In yeah, my opinion. I think I don't, I don't like. Yeah, it, it's weird because they they obviously put a lot of things in there that like I like I said is like enforced drudgery, whether it be like the like, like specific animation, getting mm. cans off cabinets mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, but I think that all of that like the the, the moment that it all clicked for me was uh, the first campfire party when um, Dutch says like we've got enough supplies, we can have the first campfire, and the way that they they show like like human interaction, like that social aspect, and it's like no, this is what all of this is working towards, just so you can have you can let the pressure off and everyone can enjoy themselves. Yeah. And you're drinking beer, you're talking to everybody, there's campfire songs. And that was the bit where I was like, right, I totally get what they're doing. All the, like, the drudgery stuff, the, mm-hmm. the mechanical side of it, that's all to benefit the other side. It's all about juxtaposition, which en- is entirely the Western genre and, like, little pockets of humanity in this horrible, yeah, like, yeah. you know, landscape. And that was what that was when it all fell into place for me. And so, like, I, I absolutely get that the opening is like, a, is a, a slog, like, to some degree. I didn't think it was that bad. People no, kind of go, I don't. Like, no, 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 It's horrible, but, but like... But this is, this, yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, uh, there were some websites like Kotaku and IGN and I said to Phil when I bought the when I came in on Friday mm-hmm. I was like okay the game's just installed how long do you want to bet before people start absolutely crapping on it because it's because <laughs> it's it's a reactionary thing if a game comes out and everyone says it's great then three or four days later there'll be a publication that say there's something that's awful about yeah. it like, 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 we're, like we're saying we're giving a balanced view we're saying it's a great game but there are some flaws it's not a perfect game I mean, well, but it's, I mean on the site we've got a thing about things no one wants to admit about Red Dead because of course we do yeah. but, and it's and you know and it's like it isn't the perfect game no but like yeah it, it does kind of have there is a, a, absolutely a way to read it where it's like all this is intentional yeah. and yeah. it's meant to make you appreciate it but, but then like, it was like Kotaku put out a, a, a article that just said um, the uh, NPCs feel really sort of shallow and oh, uh, it's all like a stage play and it's all and it's all kind of like they only come to you when they want stuff from you it's like but that's it's a, it's a, it's it's not real life like yeah. at, the, at the end of the day like it's not it's it there are video game mechanics and limitations that have to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Why would... Well, I don't understand so, that, so that, 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 that piece. Did you read on. that? I haven't read that. So that, that's Heather, uh, Heather Alexandria's piece. That's a mm. really interesting piece because, like, the, the but, impression... But, 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 it come, but it was capitalising on a wave of hype of being like, the yes. game is great, now it's crap. But, just because it's... Yeah, like, but that piece, though, like, having read it, like, it seems like her impressions are based on Valentine, the very first town, mm-hmm, because it mm-hmm. does feel more staged when you walk in. Like, yeah. I think all of you would have seen the same animations I did when you first walk into that town. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like the saloon bar stuff like that like initially those things do happen because they want you to see it yep. but the more you play especially when you go to St. Denis like um, any of those bigger places do have the more sprawling dynamic AI yep. and I just I wonder how much she played before she wrote that well it's interesting because I actually based uh, Valentine as my sort of like I'm going to go and try and live a few days just as a person in the townsfolk and mm-hmm. I know you were saying like before we did this like what are your stories about it yes. my story is I went there last night and I my guy was filthy uh, the horse was uh, near death because I just been attacked been by shooting it again. Yeah, what have you been doing? Uh, well, so, so, so to set up from this, I'd uh, gone for some reason. Oh, what did I do? I went to the oil field that's nearby, yeah. and I just uh, they yelled at me, and I take very very. I, was, I started diffused it, and I was like. Uh, I'm just riding by, so right. so so cool, cool your jets, mate. Uh, and then I will kill you. And, and then the guy was just like, "Yeah, walk away, you punk." And then I, was, I turned, and I was like, "Excuse me, I have literally done nothing. I'm a fine, upstanding gentleman." So uh, I went up to him, just shot him straight in the face, as you do. And then I rode off, Lorco up me, cooled down, got to Valentine. Uh-huh. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Went to the um, hotel, had a bath, had the uh, deluxe bath, you know. And, uh, yeah, we all, uh, and, you did a pair of yeah, hands, you might say. Yeah, and uh, she gave me a little kiss on the head, and then I was like, right, see you later. Then I thought, I'm going to go have a nice, relaxing drink. My horse is fine now. Everything's cool. No bounties right. going on. I'm happy. Walked into the bar, and uh, there was a guy with a raccoon skin cap at the end of the bar, yep. and uh, he was just, like, mouthing off. And he just, like, he just, I went up there, and I was like, oh, bought a drink. And he starts going about, oh, real men didn't used to just piss in the saloon. They used to take a, no, they used to yeah. uh, turn in the saloon. And I, and, I, and I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And he goes like, and if you've got a problem with that, then you ain't, you ain't a real man. Have you not fought this guy? No. And, oh, God. No. Like, so, I fought him. So, so, like, he, so I was just like sitting there for a bit. And I was like, right, just mind my own business. Okay. And then he, just, and then he gave us the option to, you know, like, greet and antagonize. And I was like, all right, mate. And he goes, what are you looking at? And I was like, okay, cool. This is escalating. And the bar guy just goes, 
Now, I don't want any trouble here. He don't mean no harm. Yep. As he was saying that, the guy got up and went and went and <laughs> Superman punched me. So I was like, right, okay, all bets are off. So yep. I dragged him outside. We had I pushed him out the door. We went down into the into the mucky bit, punching each other up. People started clapping and cheering and like, woo woo. The sheriff comes along nice. and you can hear it like in the background as I'm fighting. I'm just blocking at this point just to see what happens because yeah. I thought he was going to arrest me if I killed him. Yeah, uh, punch you first. But, but he, yeah, but that's the thing. Right. He punched me first. So what he did was goes. Now he literally just goes like, quiet down, boys. Finish up, finish up, like that. And he starts firing his gun in the air, just right. like it's like, go, that's enough, like that. Now, so I stopped. The guy went on me again, and the sheriff just shot him. <laughs> and I was, and I was still like, well, he gave you a warning. Yeah. So, see, okay, and so then, I, then I picked up the nice raccoon hat, and I was still like. Yeah, awesome. Yep. So that that fight was like similar for me, apart from I got thrown out the window, and ah, then it, just, it okay. ended normally. I think I beat him or whatever, and then yeah. you knock him out. I forget how the rest of that fight goes, but the start of that is, is scripted in terms of that guy's anime, that guy's conversation with you. Right. Okay. But it seems like it can play out differently depending on how the fight itself. Yeah, goes. yeah, yeah. But um, that plays into the the sort of scripted nature, I guess, at the beginning. But um, yeah, I want you guys to all have like. Well, a no, story that was that each. wasn't that wasn't at the beginning. That was not that's not part of a mission or anything. No, like no, that. you that's just go to the saloon. But it's a, it's any time you the first time you go to the saloon. Which like oh, it's I must have missed that. Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Oh, it's the Valentine's saloon if anyone uh, wants to do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I got the raccoon like a rare hat because of that. Because so that like, dude, like, if you don't, if you haven't killed him, yeah, uh, comes back and every time you go to the saloon, he's like, oh, you again. Oh, and really? Like, oh, okay. So yeah, good. there's that. But um, give me a story. I think my story might be a bit more emergent, but then I don't know because you can't. It, yeah. The beauty of this game is that you can't really tell what is scripted and what mm -hmm. is just sort of happening randomly. So I was, you see, like the plume of smoke coming out. So I ran down to this camp. It could be nice guys, could be bad guys. It was a group of old Driscolls Ooh, so those guys those guys those guys aren't getting out and they, they they shout out they're like oh get away guys so I'm like alright <laughs> put on the old old bandana get a stick of dynamite out just throw that <laughs> yeah, into exactly. that yeah, classic. Just boom like it takes out almost all of them there's one guy on the floor just execute him and I'm like you know what this is quite a nice spot I'm going to chill out here for the night yeah. so I'll loot them all get everything some coyotes come around and I'm like oh guys you got to keep away yeah, from yeah. so I'm like alright I'm going to call it a night Go to sleep, wake up in the morning, read through Arthur's journal, which is awesome. Like reading through yes, that submission. I did take your advice and actually did read it. So I'm sat there reading um, just my journal, chilling out in the middle of the morning, moved all these bodies away. And then, like, these bounty hunters, I can hear the bounty hunters outside. Like, they're oh. surrounding me and they, like, they tell me to get out. And I'm like, mm. holy crap. Like, the, yeah. Arthur shuts his journal. And I'm like, I've got to go outside. Mm -hmm. There's like six bounty hunters waiting for me out there. I'm like, what do I do? Like, John Morrison again? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, was, I was like, Christ, they've got me um, pegged in. So I like go out, immediately hit dead eye, get my yeah. like, pistols out, like, start <laughs> taking them all out. Like there's a couple running away in horses. No. I try to get him with my sniper <laughs> rifle. I'm just game. like that is like crazy that that happened. I just went to bed, woke up, and, and was surrounded, surrounded by it. Yeah. They found me, and it was, was like it such a great moment. Like script, it wasn't a cut. It wasn't a cutscene. No, it wasn't a cutscene. It was like a scripted. Well, um, yeah, people, people, people are well, saying they're, like, they're not even that because you know how just bounty hunters come for you like in, yeah. at random well, that, times. That's what I mean. It felt more intensional than just an a, than an NPC standing there saying things. It was yeah. more of like a group of them. Yeah, it was a group of them, but it was just sort of in in the random way they would come for you in the world anyway. You know when they just sort of spawn in the map. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, there's bounty hunters nearby. Mm -hmm. It was like that, but because of like what happened before, and because I was in the tent, it was like they surrounded me in a mm -hmm. sort of I've, random emergent way. I've heard of people like uh, waking up uh, like hogtied as well. Like if you sleep oh, no, without wait. putting up your tent, sometimes if you're if you've got a bounty in an area and you've just haven't triggered it yet, you'll wake up and you'll be hogtied, and they'll be like, what the hell? And they'll just be like, just like, and they'll literally just cart you back. I did have a guy. I was hunting down because um, you, you start doing those the bounty missions when you get the posters from the sheriff's mm -hmm. office, mm -hmm. yeah. and I went and hunted a guy down. And as I got Joshua to him, Brown, oh, there man, was a Joshua sorry, Brown. As I got to the guy, another another person just like me came in, another cowboy came in with a mask on and grabbed him and hogtied him and tried to run away with him. Oh, right. So I had to chase after someone who's clearly on the same moral level as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting triangle going, hey, man, slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I, had to, I just had to run up to him and hit like circle and kick him off his horse. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah. and then have like a, like a gun showdown with this guy. Amazing. And he was like, I hogtied him, um, and he was like, who do, who, who do you think you are? What are you doing? He's like, I'm just trying to take him to the sheriff. And I'm yeah. like, well, I guess I'm more important than you. <laughs> so like, I started to like shoot him, but it's like, they really want you to think about all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. It's great. Um, the story that I have is the mildest of mild spoilers. It's not story dependent. It's one side mission in St. Denis, which you might have already done. You can go do it whenever. Um, there's a little NPC that you talk to, one of the strangers in, in St. Denis, who's a, like a priest or a monk. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what his name, name is. Yeah, he's bald with a big beard. Might be you. Okay. And uh, you talk to him, and yeah, he's very like, you know, like, hey, brother, how's it going? Like, I'm trying to like, you know, tell people about. Talks, so yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to like tell people about like the faith and, you know, raise the general level of positivity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, very Jules. And so you talk to him for a bit, and he says that, hey, there's, um, you know, he hears that there's like, there's this problem with one of the nearby stores, and he like thinks right. that um, maybe something is, something, you know, is going on in there. And so he tells you to go check out the store, and like obviously you can you can say yes or no, but you go do it. And obviously you're in this big like you know metropolis kind of thing. Sintony is the biggest, most bustling area in the game apart mm. from Blackwater. And like so you go to this little this little like you know shop or whatever, and you go in. It's all desolate, and you do the standard thing where you explore and you find different stuff. And eventually you find uh, a bootcase, and uh, and you find some markings on the on the floor. Right. And so you have the option to like like wrench the bootcase open, and you go down the stairs, and he's the leader of a slave ring. Oh, and so what? you find all these. That's like, not good. It's horrible. What? And it's like, and you find all these like. Um, there's like two or three like uh, slaves like underground that have been trapped yeah. there, and uh, and they're still alive, but they're all like withered, and obviously they're like you know dying. And the music is this like strained like one string note that just hangs the whole time because you, you have the realization yeah, like, man, yeah, this guy is it's yeah. dark like yeah. what you find. And I just like the, the fact that it, it comes full circle because like the whole the, the state of the world, so much is happening in that world, like mm-hmm. the way that they've designed the mm-hmm. world. It really feels like you've just stumbled upon this underground horrible nefarious thing. Mm. Yeah, that because all this other stuff's going on, you no one would ever notice these. Two people stuck down here, oh, man. and it's like, and so you like you you know you take them out and you can talk to me and say, oh, it's all right now. You come with me and stuff. And you take them back to the the uh, brother priest guy, and he um, takes them to get some food because they don't even speak English. Oh, wow. So it's like that was I just that really got me like in terms of the sound design and the unexpected nature of it. Um, and then he says like, yeah, there's like this undercurrent to Saint Denis. Like, yeah, it's this big opulent city, but there's this whole underground like there's like it's actually like a slave trade port, and there's all this other stuff. You mm. can pick this up by just walking through Saint Denis. Yeah, but um, like yeah, and it's like man, there's way more to this like layers to this world than just like here's a big city you can do some pretty crazy things as well that you might not even think of doing Horse like death yeah well I um, I uh, hogtied a, a person and left them down in the bayou because I wanted I wanted no because I wanted to see what would happen if, oh, yeah, if, you have yeah. to won't hold yeah. up and caught Jules no no no, no, cause, cause my, cause, no because my, my theory was is that like if I take them down to the bayou like, I wonder if like, animals interact with people if you yeah. just sit there and just watch them oh, they do. and yeah so like sometimes the like, buzzers will land on them and they even react to that saying like get off get off that they're still like alive or whatever Uh but the alligators went for him and so I was just there like ooh that's grim I'll I'll do you another they got like literally like clumped on (laughs) and then started going back in the water and then it was just like oh my god oh man he dead because in uh, in Assassin's Creed and in Mafia it's a canned animation where they just grab the body but in this it's like a proper struggle is that what you were going to say no I was going to say I bet you were just stood there like that looks like a you problem (laughs) well it's the same same thing with like the animations when the bears attack you and stuff like that like you are it looks horrible it's the first time that happened was the revenant it even pauses on top of you like I was but, very uncomfortable. I was like, it, personal space. <laughs> you feel free. I was going to say, when it, when it all clicks, it is like unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. But there are times That's where the rock star clunk, yeah. 
comes in. Like I was, I don't know if you guys met. If, I don't know if you guys. I'm completely messing this up. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have met this fella who challenges you to like a shooting contest. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done but, um, two of those so far right, with him. I've only done one. I only met the guy once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll accept the challenge." I beat him the first time, and he was like, "Oh, do you want to double up for ten dollars for shooting the birds yeah. when they came across?" And I was yes. like, "I want to do that," so I was clicking the button, and I went to click square, and for some reason, my dude just twats him oh, with my um, no. <laughs> the rifle stock, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm like, I'm sorry, guy." And at first, the the, the option's still there. It's like, "Oh, you." want to do the 10th thing I'm like oh he might forgive me yeah, yeah, yeah. and he gets up he just starts shooting me and I'm like <laughs> oh, I don't want to kill man. him because yeah, I yeah. want the options yeah. to do this in the future so I just uh-huh. had to run away while he's like chasing me and I'm like please just stop <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hurt you yet. at some point it's but, Rockstar's clunky controls not me yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a mission where you've got to uh, rob a train uh, fairly early on and yeah. you've got to um, oh I'm not this I, well, I'll try not to spoil it but you've got to go and actually demand money off yes. of people now I was like okay walking up aiming the gun at people and I was like I was like waiting for the prompt and then it was like beat him or like take and I was like okay cool but then I, it didn't come up so this guy's just standing there, he's like I ain't giving you money and Marston's there like come on get the money and I'm just like I want us yeah I was like I, like, I want to get the money I want to get the money <laughs> and it's just like at the end I just went okay I'll just shoot him then like, <laughs> yeah. so I shot him and he goes failed and I'm like oh that's I've uh, heard that as well. Okay, well, I, I, or like when I've tried to take a shortcut uh, away because mm, I because this I is the thing. The right after um, after playing the game and seeing so many bronze and silver rewards and not gold, I'm like, oh, okay, what were the requirements for getting that mission? It's like get to the thing within one minute thirty, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'll replay that and get a shortcut. Mm. Oh, your horse has become detached. Oh, you can't go that way. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like flipped it over. Or like people shoot at you for some reason. You're like, why? Come yeah. on. I had a mission like, like that where because um, the Pinkertons are hunting you from the beginning. The Pinkerton detective agency. Yeah, and there's one mission uh, where there's like a few of them come just appear out of nowhere and you start fighting them and I managed to sneak around them and stab them and you're right. supposed to get away so it just failed it and it said a Pinkerton has died I'm like yeah they're supposed to yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. they do in every other yeah, mission yeah, yeah. Uh, that stuff can kind of be a little bit like they, like I said some parts of it they want yeah. it to be scripted and like, if, you, if you go against that at your peril the, the missions are actually quite hard in terms of their requirements to get gold on some of them I've never seen this gold thing so like, whenever when you complete it it'll like have a little icon that appears in the left hand corner saying what the uh, mission you've done and it'll be silver yeah. gold or um, bronze yeah. and uh, it does an achievement for getting gold on every single one of them same achievement and, yeah, and I was looking at them and I was like okay some of them uh, requirements are actually quite tough but I was mm. like okay fine I'll replay a few of them but my god you have to sit through everything again oh, so you okay. effectively have to play the game twice but and I'm just like and I'm, fine, I'm, and I'm fine with that but it's just like okay if I want to go from here to here there's like a good example is you've got to get to um, like a ride alongside a ravine mm-hmm. and you have to ride alongside that ravine and listen to the same dialogue every time you want to oh. attend that mission it's like can I not just skip to the checkpoints you know I've completed it just skip me to that bit like mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I think I mean like that, that going back to um, like the sort of the way that it controls and the jank and the combat mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people talking online about changing the sliders and the options to make it way more responsive yes um, yeah, yeah, right. I do, yeah I do think you need yeah, to do I that. haven't done that because I'm a stickler for like I want to play it the way that they've intended yeah, like I yeah. won't put mods on my games ever or anything like that um, so I've kind of just been playing it the clunky ass way that they've made it fair enough um, but that's the thing with replaying stuff because then you do have to go through all that clunk all over again yeah um, but yeah I mean I think like as, a, as like an overall closing statement it's as far as like you know when they just started leading up to release they were like we're going to revolutionise the open world genre and mm-hmm. everyone was kind of like mm-hmm. okay I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what that is and I think it takes a long time for it to play its hand but like as we've discussed like stuff like the campfire interactions the juxtaposition the world detail like mm-hmm. I do think I don't know if it's revolutionised it but I think they're bringing something new to the table and I think like it'd be interesting to see where it goes from here that's, that's what I was about mm-hmm. to say what's interesting for me is where we go from here 
here. Because in a lot of ways, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is um, building upon a lot of the aims that Grand Theft Auto 4 had, like striving for that kind of oh, realism. Yeah. And uh, it, it like doubled down on that, not mm. only in gameplay, but like the side activities in the world. It sort of realized what GTA 4 was trying to do in a way. But I don't know how this translates, not only to other Rockstar games, but other open world games. Because will GTA 5 sort of mimic this? Because although they are sort of similar in structure, they're both massive open world mm. games where mm. you shoot people mm. in the head for a living, they are fundamentally quite different. And that's what makes them both really good in their own sort of right. But will we see these systems being transferred over to that? Mm. Or will it just be the sort of environmental storytelling and the sort of feel of the world rather than the slow, clunky slog that we do love but may not translate well to that franchise? Mm. I mean, if you look at things that revolutionized open world games, I'd say that the Spider-Man one recently has like, because that's because of the way it feels to move around it. That's that's taken one one aspect of how you approach an open world thing and done it incredibly well. Mm. I feel like what Rockstar has done with this game is that they have taken the idea of storytelling and that is their gimmick. Because let's face it, the world itself, while looking beautiful, there are a lot of like massive stretches of nothing. Yeah. Like there's, and then there's like lots of like tiny little details that aren't really clearly signposted, mm. and you would you would totally miss them, like unless somebody had already found them and posted them online. And yeah. it's that sharing of stories that like basically lets people get connected with. It. I don't know. It's it's. Like I said, it's the best AAA game I've played this year. <laughs> I think that it hasn't been God of War yet, but I want to see how the story wraps up. But um, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like they've made this world, like I was saying to Josh, like how many other open world games tell stories with their open worlds? Like where you're mm. fundamentally getting like additional elements, narrative elements that you can bring back in that reinforce all the other things that yeah. you're doing. And I think that all, all the kills in Red Dead land with so much more weight because of that, like, sh- like I don't know, like stranglehold that it has on you kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like it feels like this desolate wild west, mm-hmm. every person for themselves kind of thing um, so I think all of that stuff's kind of conducive so um, I think that's what they're going for when they said we're going to revolutionize the open world genre yeah. Yeah. we're going to make yeah. the whole thing this big you know like purposeful interaction hmm. um, which is like you know contrast to the likes of Ubisoft or even Spider-Man had a very formulaic approach to it um, so personally I'm like I said blown away transcending mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the positive mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Um, so yeah we'll kind of we'll continue to play at some. we've done a review on the site but I mean we'll continue to do as much coverage as possible mm-hmm. um, so thank all you guys for watching and listening and wherever you are this has been the What Culture Game podcast i've been scott i've been jules i've been josh i'm catching you guys soon Bye. Bye. bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.